how to get ahead of 99% of people in six to 12 months. Now, keep in mind that this is just a title. So this could get you ahead of people basically now, because if you start doing anything to get you ahead, you are already ahead. Um, so on a daily basis, on a yearly basis, in five years and 10 years, this applies. It's just the name of the, the video here, but or the episode rather. So the concept that I'm going to bring up right now is called the anti-vision. And before you click off, because you already can figure out what it means and your brain's kind of jumping to the fact that like either you're intrigued or you're just like, okay, well, clearly I know what anti and I know what vision means and I know what you're going to talk about. It could be one of those things that you know about, but you're not actually applying. Um, I watch a lot of videos where somebody will say, oh, you do this. You should do mindfulness. And I'm like, okay, guy, everybody knows that. But I don't even meditate. And like I do, but it's on and off, right? So it'll be one of those things where like you keep hearing the same point drilled in and I'm like, dude, you just say the same thing as everybody else, but you don't even do it. So you need that. You need a person to constantly reaffirm something. So the only reason I'm saying this is because I think a lot of people might immediately be like, okay, well, I know what this guy is about to talk about, but it's something that I want to go further into so you can get a, an in-depth understanding and actually use it to your advantage. Um, so... Most people visualize the good shit, right? They're imagining flashy cars, big mansions, perfect partner, perfect friends, um, all like the feeling that you'd have with all this good shit, right? And for some people, that might not be enough to get them to work. Meaning like every, every single person ever has a dream, has and like most people are not living it out, right? If you went up to the most people and said, do you think you're absolutely living to the best of your possibility? Like the max potential you could possibly reach. Most people would probably say no, right? It is not enough to just, for some, again, some people can just think of the great outcome, but to have a pleasurable outcome because pleasure doesn't force you to work. Pain, you need to get out of that state immediately. So, I'm trying to think of a good example with this is like if I were to like pinch you or something or like it's kind of a stupid example but like my point is is that like if you felt pain you would immediately feel the need to get out of it and every single second that you're spending not trying to get out of the pain it's painful so you're just working to get out of it because you're just like I need to stop whatever this feeling is right? Pleasure isn't the same. So here, here's an example of like the gym, right? Pleasure doesn't move people as much as pain does because pain forces change. So if I said, if you said you wanted to go to the gym, would that not be a pleasurable outcome? In five years, you will have the dream body. That is a pleasurable outcome, right? You'd feel great. And it's kind of a high ROI thing because you'd feel great forever, right? Like, I mean, I mean, ideally you keep working out, but like, you feel great on a million levels, like emotionally, you feel you, you love yourself, like all this stuff, you feel like you're actually putting in the work um, and not making excuses, all that's right. So you get the pleasurable outcome. But where are we at now? You might have to work out for the next five years, maybe one, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four, it could be 10. I don't know, right? Or like maybe the goal is to never stop working out. I mean, that's kind of the idea is just not to just hit something and stop. It's to just keep going, right? But for some people, that's not enough because now they look ahead and they just say, okay, well, like, yes, yeah, obviously I want the outcome, but five years of working out, like, damn, right? And it's, a, it's like the pleasure of the outcome is not pushing you to actually put in the work. So what do you need to do? Okay, well, what if I showed you what you would look like in five years 
if you kept doing what you're doing, right? And let's say in this case, you're fat, out of shape, unattractive. Hurts a little bit, right? You're like, no, 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 no. I got worse. You know what I mean? I gained more weight. I got more unhealthy. I got this. I got this. I got this. That's pain. And that will probably push you because you want to get out of pain. You want to avoid pain at all costs. So it's not saying to put you in a state of like, I'll I'll talk, actually, I'll talk a bit about that later. But my point with this is, is that you might need pain to move you, right? Some people need to have a fire lit under their ass and they can do their best not to touch that fire, never get near that fire, right? And the goal is to be so far ahead of that fire, so not even close to it, so far away from it, that you can't even see it anymore. You can't even feel it. You're not even thinking about it, right? Because you lit this fire under your ass, so you're like, okay, I, I cannot, re- I, I should not have that outcome. But the goal isn't to just like be avoiding it your entire life and like, oh, close call, close call, close call. No, the goal is to literally get so far away from that fire, you don't even fear hitting it again. You're just like, no, that won't happen. So the anti-vision is the exact opposite, the exact opposite of your dream life. So stop thinking of the dream car, the dream house, the dream girl, the dream guy, the dream friends, this, 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 this. Stop. Think about the opposite of that. Think about if you had no car or you had a shitty car or you had no house or you had a shitty house or a shitty apartment or you couldn't pay the bills. You were just scraping by. Your mental health was horrible because all you could focus on is the material things, right? You don't have time to think, self-actualize, learn, watch videos, go out with friends. You can't do any of that shit because you are so busy working to pay the bills that you never even get to live your, your own life. And then you work and 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 then boom, you're 60 and you retire. And after that entire time, you're excited to finally relax, let go, use the money you saved up over... 40, 45 years of working and you can barely do anything, right? You're not as, you're not as active as you used to be. You're not as flexible as you used to be. You can't be doing front flips, you know, or back flips into the ocean, that type of stuff, right? And you're just like, well, what the hell? I just worked for 40 years at some shit I didn't like. I pushed down all my emotions. I suppressed everything. I didn't I didn't, I followed all the rules. I didn't take many vacation days. I did the work. I, I grinded, I grinded, I grinded. What the hell? You disassociate. You derealize for 40 years. You go into work and then one day, boom, your brain goes, it just stops, right? And it says, okay, if this is our reality, I'm just going to kind of, I'm just, I'm going to just zone out, right? Like I'll do the work, but I'll do it like habitually. I'll have the body do the work. Like sure, yeah, and it needs the mind. But it's like when you go into that, your brain is like in work mode. And not in a good sense, in the sense of like not like flow. It's just like just get me through this, please, right? Because your brain doesn't want to be there. You don't want to be there. That is the anti-vision. I hope that scares you. I hope you can feel that. I hope you can feel the the absolute gross ugly feeling that that is that you go in on a daily basis and do things that you don't want to do to get paid a regular amount of money 
to feel bad, to not have time to hang out with people, to not have time to, again, self-actualize, learn, do any of the things that you care about because you're busy doing things you don't care about to get a paycheck that barely covers your bills. And you come home to a shitty this, a shitty that, a shitty this, a shitty that. And it should scare you. It should scare you. Because that is the anti-vision. It is no longer looking at, oh, oh, Lambos and mansions and this and this and this. No, no, no. It's looking at you not having a car. You not having a great place to live. You not being able to pay the bills. Light a fire under your ass. If you cannot work while looking at the pleasurable outcome, think about the opposite. How scary would it be if this shit manifested? If you really got the worst life possible, now you might want to work a little harder because now you're operating off future pain. You're thinking, oh shit, my life could go to this and I would be in pain and agony every single day. Now you have to move. You have to move now, right? Because when you look at the Lambos and the mansions, you want it, but is it enough to make you move? Not always, but pain is. Pain makes you want to get out of that state immediately. It makes you say, oh my God, I, I, need, I need to stop this. I need to find the source and I need to stop it, right? No one, no one fucking likes pain. So, and if you don't think this is truth, I mean, do you not think that any entrepreneur or anybody you've looked up to has operated off a bit of like a negative mindset? So let me explain this first. When I tell you these things, I'm not saying, because uh, I, I kind of am saying like, oh, operate in, in fear, operate in anger and use it as fuel, right? That's kind of what I'm saying. But at the same time, I'm not telling you to live your life as a scared, mad, pit, pissed off guy or girl, right? Like I'm not, I'm not telling you to shape your life around negative emotions at all. I, I'm telling you to attach those negative emotions to the unideal outcome. So it makes you work, right? So again, I'm, I'm going to repeat that one more time. I'm not saying be scared all the time. I'm not saying like turn your thoughts from super positive into just the worst. Turn it into hell. Turn it into a nightmare. I'm saying attach the nightmare, attach the hell, attach all the bad emotions to the bad outcome and say, I will never get there. I will work so hard. I won't even see it. It won't even be in the rear view mirror, right? So again, take all these emotions that I'm saying, these gross, ugly emotions don't live your life through them. Don't stop thinking positive thoughts. I'm telling you to create a different reality that you never want to hit and attach those bad emotions to them so it makes you work, all right? And, you know, if you don't think this is true, I mean, Alex Hermosi is a perfect example of somebody who has done this, right? He operated off of insecurity, off of fear, off of anger, off of unsatisfaction, off of being afraid, right? His dad, if you, if you know his story at all, right? His dad did not want him to do what he was doing. He was, Alex Hermosi was horrified. He was pissed. He was super pissed at his dad for not ever having an ounce of faith in him to do what he wanted to do, right? His dad was just like, oh, go down the normal path, right? So he's operating off of fear because he has no idea if it's going to work. Insecurity because he has no idea if it'll work. He doesn't, um, you know, he left a great job. And he was throwing it all away. Again, fear. So all these horrible emotions come into play, but like he's using them as fuel. He is using these things as fuel. 
And that is what I'm trying to push is like, it doesn't matter what your fuel is. It doesn't matter the fuel you burn off of as long as it takes you to where you want to go, right? It doesn't matter the, the, the gas in the car if you get there. It doesn't matter if it's gas or, or electric if you get there, right? The, oh, my only goal is to get from point A to point B. I don't really care how I go. I don't care if I fly. I don't care if I drive. Maybe flying's quicker, but like either way, right? I don't care if I walk. I don't care if I run. I just want to get there at some point. So it doesn't matter the fuel you use. So pick your fuel. If pleasure isn't, if, if, if visualizing the ideal outcome isn't putting work in order, then just think of the opposite. Think of the absolutely shitty life that you could potentially be headed towards and start working. Light a fire under your ass. And again, the goal is not to be dodging this fire. Oh, close call, close call, close call. Because then you're kind of living a life of just like you're above mediocre, right? And the goal is literally to light this fire under your ass and be so high in the sky, not literally, don't, don't get high, but you know, to be so high above this fire that you're not even worried about it or you're just, it's so far out of sight. It's like your, your ass would never come near that thing, right? You're not, you're not even close to this fire. You're not dodging it anymore. You're just not even near it. You're not even, fucking, you're not even worried about the fire, right? So again, the idea is pretty obvious, but I hope now you have a better understanding of what an anti-vision is and, and, oh my God, excuse me. I thought I was just going to, I was going to sneeze, but I didn't. And we're too far into <laughs> to redo this. So hopefully that didn't scare you. But um, yeah, so the point is the anti-vision um, is use pain instead of pleasure, right? And that most people visualize ideal outcomes, right? Most people are fantasizing about what they want. And maybe that's a sign that you should be doing the opposite. And again, it sounds weird because I'm literally telling you, hey, stop thinking positive thoughts. But the truth is, are they positive thoughts? Is you fantasizing a life that you think you'll never live a positive thought? If it's helping you, yeah. If you're thinking of Lambos and mansions and it's immediately making you say, okay, I gotta get to, I gotta get to can work right now, let's go. Beautiful, that's beautiful. But it, I'm not telling you to shift from positive to this, these evil thought, right? Like it, no, I'm saying switch your fuel. You are not working off thinking of mansions and Lambos. You are just sitting all day fantasizing about a life that you think you will never be able to live. And that you actually could at some point, right? But you're just like, ah, that's, that's kind of crazy. Okay, switch your fuel. Switch to anger. Switch to fear. Switch to I'm scared that I, that I will look back in 50 years and regret every single thing I've ever done. I heard a really good quote lately that like mistakes are... Oh, was it about mistakes and regrets? Something about mistakes are in the past. Mistakes are things that we did in the past. Regrets are things that we didn't do. So again, it was much more profound because <clears throat> that was actually really obvious. Like, but but just reading it kind of solidified the idea for me. Right, that um, mistakes are things that we did. Right. Regrets are things we didn't do, but regrets are way worse because you don't know the outcome. Like with a mistake, you can say, all right, well, I did this. I should have done this instead, or I could have done this as, as an alternative. But you're, either way, you're, you're working with something that happened. A regret is saying, I don't actually know 
what would have happened if I made the business. I don't know what would have happened if I made the YouTube channel. I don't know what would have happened if I went to the gym every single day. I don't know what would have happened if, 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 if. And that hurts because you don't know the outcome. So guess what your brain's going to do? Just like your brain goes to the worst outcome a lot of the times in your life. Like you might realize that. Like if you have this thought process of like, boom, just like you think of the worst case. Guess what your brain will do when you think of regrets? It'll go to best case. Right? Because that's why you're thinking of a, that's what makes it a regret in the first place is you're thinking, okay, this could have gone really well. You wouldn't regret something if it would have went horrible. Like if you knew you were, you were going to make a YouTube channel and upload for 20 years and just get hate and hate and hate and nobody liked it. Why would you regret not making that? If you made it, that would be a mistake. That would be horrible. Right. But because you don't know, because it's the unknown, now it is a regret. It is you. There's like a plane going by. I'm like, I lose my train of thought quite easily, as you can tell by like outside noises. But why would you do that? If you uploaded every single day for 20 years and just got hate, 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 you wouldn't regret it. But because you don't know how well the YouTube channel could have done, the business could have done, your brain is going to immediately jump to boom. It could have gone amazing. I could have made 10K per month. I could have made a million a year. I could have gained a million subs over five years. Your brain is literally going to do that. And that would make... That is what makes it a regret. You didn't know, you don't know the outcome and you never will. So your brain's going to fantasize just like it goes to worst case. It's going to go to the best case. So I'll just end it right there, right? Your brain's going to jump to boom. I, uh, I could have been a million subs. I could have been rich and famous. I could have been this. I could have been this. I could have been this. Regrets are worse because you've no, no idea what the outcome could be. So with that said, I hope this makes sense. Create an anti-vision. This is how you're going to get ahead of 99% of people because most people are operating out of, you know, I sit here, I think about all these great things. And again, if that's fuel for you, amazing. Like I'm not saying like everybody wants a good life, but it's like, what would make you work more? Wanting a good life or trying to avoid a bad life as best as you can? And that is a question for you to answer. And again, they play hand in hand. Like I can not want, you know, to be homeless while also wanting a giant mansion, right? I don't just have to play like, oh my gosh, I'm like running in fear from this other reality, this horrible reality. I'm also running right into a good reality. So it's like a win-win. If you can combine those, I mean, I think that's pretty, pretty damn powerful, right? It's you have the ability to now create the anti-vision and the vision. So it's like you're running towards good things while running away as fast as you can from bad things. So if you can, again, combine these fuels, throw them in the same tank, you're moving, right? You're moving. So again, hope this makes sense. Hope, I hope you are glad that you st- stuck around maybe for this, this longer explanation. This might be exactly what you thought it was, but hopefully again, you know, gain some more clarity throughout. But yeah, with that said, thank you for listening. And as always, hope you got some value and I'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.